Psalm 27, verses 10, 13, and 14. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. I can't imagine the feeling that's described here. Though my father and mother forsake me. Wow. I mean, I, I grew up with, with such loving parents. They still love me to this day. Um, over the years, as I've gotten to know people who were adopted, this can this can sometimes be a common thread that even if they're in a very loving home by their adopted parents, they never get over or they, you know, have a hard time getting over the idea that somebody gave them up. It's, it's just one of these things that's, it's almost impossible to imagine. How could a mother who gave birth to a child, how could a father forsake their own child? Yet here's the pain that the psalmist is pointing us to. But then the wonderful, beautiful promise of the gospel, the Lord will receive me. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. I'm confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Um, in a spiritual sense, we all are orphans. We all have been forsaken uh, because of sin. It has orphaned us from our spiritual um, father. But the, the beauty of the church in this world is that it, it adopts the orphans back into the household where we realize no matter what pain we've experienced from our earthly households, no matter what forsakenness, no matter what broken relationships there may be, God, our father will buy us back. He'll redeem us. He will pay the ransom price and adopt us as sons and daughters. And once we're in, once we're in the church, then we're in the family of God. We will never be forsaken ever again by our perfect and loving Heavenly Father. That's something that sin could never again take away. And um, it's just an aspect of belonging to Christian community that I want to emphasize today. It's like belonging to a family where we will never be forsaken. Come into this family and be healed from all of the ways that human relationships have, have um, broken our hearts. Uh, I want to go a little bit off uh exactly what you were saying, but I think one mm -hmm. of the great challenges of somebody in your position and or any anybody uh, that is in the pulpit uh, is to encourage people um, in understanding that when it comes to the grammar or language of God, it is different than the language of everyday life. Uh, and it's very hard to get people to understand that this language that comes and is available to us in the Bible itself is a, a language that is really the language of the Holy Spirit. Uh, oftentimes it's quite poetical, but it, it touches our hearts in very different ways. Hmm. And uh, the takeaway question for today, I just want to uh, focus on this because when we talk about the Word of God, I think uh, the temptation is to think of it as language, just ordinary language. 
but that's actually not the language of the Bible or the language. It's not a secret language, but it, what it does is open up a dimension of meaning that is not involved with the simple use of language of communicating how to get down the street or how to go here, or how to go there or whatever you're going to do. Oswald Chamber writes, uh, this is the way God speaks to us, not by visions and dreams, but by words. When a man gets to God, it is by the most simple way, words. It is in my, it, this, that is my experience. In my former life, the Bible was just a pile of words. And when God, uh, through the Holy Spirit, finally got to me, the words I was reading came alive. And that's me speaking, actually. What had been dead was now living, it was now leading me into a new world of truth and beauty. Have you ever experienced this change in your own life when the words of Scripture rise up and come alive? And I think that's what we're always talking about. There's an aliveness to uh, Scripture that reaches beyond our just everyday understanding of how words work. And, and the written word points us to the living word, who is Christ. Christ. It's right. one of the things that why I open the Bible every day is because it points me to the living word. It points me to Christ. 